There are two rules to remember if you want to have a good time. Rules! No rules! Rule number one. Keep your friends close, but your enemies close. Rule number two. You're a dragon. Be a dragon. This week on Double Dragon, Steve and I talk about the most recent House of the Dragon news. Then I'm joined by Aaron and Jim and my friend Evan to discuss how we can turn Season 2 of House of the Dragon into a show-watching game. A fantasy fantasy league, if you will. All right, without further ado, here is comic Steve Osborne. Well, and the thing is, is that I, I love reading that they're like, you know, just because he goes to jail doesn't mean he can't run for and win the presidency. I'm like, wow, we've we didn't even think about that. We were <laughs> I th- constituting. You know you, that's one way to look at it. The other way to think the most American thing that could happen is for a presidency to be conducted from a cell. I love the idea that he's in a, a blazer and the orange jumpsuit at the same time. <laughs> doing press conferences from behind glass with a little phone. (laughs) He gets walked in holding somebody's pocket. (laughs) Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, goodness. (laughs) I've got a a little bit of House of the Dragon news, Steve, and it's got me uh, perplexed. And I'd like to process it with you if you're available. Sure. Are you available? Um, Yes. (laughs) Yes. Um, So, uh, news came out in the last couple days that uh, House of the Dragon Season 2, which we're looking at summer 2024 for that. Yeah, so much much will be different. (laughs) If we're even still here, right? Um, uh, it looks like it's officially going to be eight episodes rather than ten. And I, I'm of two minds on this. Okay. Uh, do, do you want me to just give you both parts of my mind, or do both you, do of your you minds? Have... Bring it. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, can I ask you what you're drinking tonight? You, you've got a very fancy drink here. It's iced coffee. Oh. <laughs> well, it's an iced latte, I guess, yeah. A- iced latte with a, a a little garnish in? Or is that just the, the... It's the glass. The glass looks like it has a garnish. Got it. Yeah, yeah. All right. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's a mint julep latte. <laughs> yeah, that's what I thought. Uh, hmm, some kind of Kahlua with mm. mint in it or something. Um, sure. All right, I think my initial reaction was, that's kind of a bummer, you know, because it's less House of the Dragon. Mm-hmm. I, I, As you know, I'm a fan of the show, and it would have been nice to get get more of it, get a, a full two hours more of it. Yeah, I mean, I wonder if that means there'll be, like, maybe a couple of longer episodes, perhaps, and they just didn't know, how, they don't know if they could split them up. But... So the reason that they gave was... They've been in touch with Martin, and they've they've charted out the plot, and they've decided that the right thing to do for the plot, in splitting up between seasons two and three, is to have an eight episode season. So it's another, in other words, they've chosen 
They've already they've already broken down. They've broken down. Yeah. 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 In service okay. of the plot, they've decided not to go with the cookie cutter season, right? Okay. So that and then and then and there'll be then there'll be four years in between or season two <laughs> and three. Like, man, we shouldn't have done so many time jumps. So it just happened naturally. And by season four, everything will be AI. In fact, I'll be AI at that point. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so anyway, I think one side of me feels like that's a kind of a bummer. It would have been nice to, I mean, even if you did a couple bottle episodes where you're like building out the world and, you know, someone gets caught in an elevator. I, I'm not sure yeah, right. <laughs> what to do with that. You know, someone gets caught on a shit in a in a storm, and they're on a desert island for a day. So you get to learn a little bit more about those characters. I tend to enjoy those things. Just a, a dragon episode, a, a Gilligan's Island. Yeah. You know where you're building walkie talkies out of coconuts. Yeah, the the globetrotters show up. <laughs> right. Uh, I think that ultimately it's like no. I actually am kind of glad that someone's thinking about how this thing's going to end. Uh, because that's the thing that would most ruin someone's my experience. I feel like. I, I, do you have any uh, any previous uh, knowledge of something like that happening? Or? <laughs> well, I'm not. T- I wasn't exactly where. I mean, I I think that I've come to a different view on the end of the original series. But I was thinking like something more like, either you've got a, a show like Lost, which doesn't know how to end itself, seemingly, right? Right. Or you've got a show like ER and just decides we'll, we're never going to end. And we're going to make sure everyone believe that we've been canceled five years ago, but really we're right. still going. Uh, so th- those are two ways to fail. I think that, if anything, it's good that they've got an, sort of this charted out and end game in mind. Yeah, Lost was kind of like, you know, like, uh, like when you hear a, th- a TV theme song and you're like, that's catchy. And then like somehow you hear like, like a four-minute version of it. <laughs> and you're like, oh, wow, that part that I really like is sort of sandwiched in there, like right there. <laughs> it's just sort of, then the rest of it was a little bit of a jazz odyssey. That was Lost. Like Lost was like the first couple of seasons. You're like, ooh, this is, I like this. And then later you're like, oh, okay, I feel like, I feel like now the whole series is a director's cut. I'm getting a call from someone that's trying to get my son to play violent video games. And I don't know how to turn this off. I, I feel like you know. I feel like I've aged like fourteen years since we last talked. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, do you uh, do you have any feelings on this House of the Dragon news? Um, I mean, it's it's an interesting thing that I mean, I that it's is there's this big gap for one. Like I'm still sort of wrestling with that. Um, I don't mind the eight uh, episodes. Again, I think I'm kind of more with you. Like tell me the right story mm-hmm. and do it intentionally and I'll, and I'll kind of go along with it. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's, uh, it's there. I feel like they're being very careful, <laughs> you know, it's, it's I, maybe it's too cautious. I've, I mean, all along I've kind of said what I would really like to see from the show is for them to fill out the show with likable characters from other parts of the kingdom that maybe are not in the books, but actually would be a part of a good story. Right. Right. Um, or or take a character that's maybe underdeveloped in the books and then develop and create it, you know, develop that character in creative ways. And to me to hear like, no, it's eight it's eight episodes because that's the right amount, I kind of feel like are you going to take some risks here? It doesn't sound like it. Yeah, I mean it's I I wonder if that is a bit of uh apprehensiveness given, you know, 
moving with with a with a out like the true blueprint mm -hmm. from uh, the original series where you, you you did that right you did a lot of that in fact that's what you kind of well, had the to other do. thing is that it's house of the dragon kind of went out on a limb and said we're gonna try to grab what was good about the original series and not make the same mistakes because it's sort of our flagship franchise at this point. And I almost feel like when there's that much money at stake, it's not just the creatives that are involved in the in the process. Now it's sort of like there, there's a lot to lose. This is There's a lot for HBO to lose with a second season right. slump. Yeah, and you almost wonder, too, if there's any kind of a, um, a Disney Plus effect where, you know, HBO is, is known for a lot of really great one-offs, right? Like, mm-hmm. Uh, and whereas you have like Disney Plus by acquiring, you know, Marvel franchise and the Star Wars franchise, there's so many offshoots that sometimes you can just sort of get overwhelmed with it. And uh, and I wonder if there's something there too, where it's like, okay, let's 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 be intentional. Yes, this is a continuation of one of our mm. most popular series, and we're essentially creating a bit of a franchise here. But we've seen we've seen other projects that were like going to happen. Now they've been shelved, mm -hmm. and I just wonder if some of that is just like you know what? Maybe let's not spread this out too thin because it doesn't. It's not the same as the other. You don't. I mean, you have a fan base for sure, but you could probably well, Star I mean, Wars. Star Wars has a fan base. <laughs> well, again, but think about that. If the prequels were the first thing that ever came out. It wouldn't to the degree that it does. That, that, it has. It's possible, yeah, yeah. So, so if you if you looked at the uh, Game of Thrones series and go, well, that ending, that ending kind of it may have some people still on the fence or on edge, and and I know we had this conversation yeah. where you're like, you know, kind of cautious optimism, like, hey, if you've given me three fourths of a of, a, of an amazing uh, experience. Um, I'm not necessarily. I don't trust you necessarily to give me a complete one this time. <laughs> it's like if you give me if you give me three fourths of a really good sandwich, but the <laughs> last the last thing I ate was moldy. <laughs> it was a little little bit of peanut butter and turds. <laughs> it was right at the end. I was enjoying yeah. it right up until the turds. Right, and you start to think yourself, man, what if I ate that part first? And so, I, so you kind of have that, right? You, you have that a little bit with. Uh, I mean, again, I don't know how. I mean, it's a different animal knowing that how much saturation you've got of uh, those two franchises, mm -hmm. Disney Plus. But, but there is that idea that you can get fatigued, and can you afford to have like three three series going, and maybe one of them is just a dud. <laughs> like Obi Wan. I honestly, I only watched one episode of Obi Wan. Um, I hear it. I I think I've seen two or three. Um, I get. I didn't. I I haven't watched Andor. I haven't. You know. Okay. Know well, you, let me just like say, it. Andor is worth a watch. I don't like to recommend these things to you because, of course, you're going to be built up. But um, you're going to like Andor. Okay. And uh, and I would just say, I'm I, honestly, I'm not caught up on Mandalorian. Mandalorian is, I I could kind of miss it. Okay. Yeah, we're back on on Mandalorian and it's, you know, it's it's not nearly what it was when I think when it first came mm -hmm. on at least in terms of how we feel about it. Um it's uh it's still better than Book of Boba Fett. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Cuz I mean, every time I watch Book, I mean, we've talked about this. Every time I see Book of Boba Fett, I'm, I'm just like the whole time I'm just like not wondering what's going to happen next. I'm always like, is he fat? 
<laughs> or, or, is or is he, he just or is he fit? <laughs> is he fat or is he fit? Like there are moments where I'm like, is he look good for his age or is he? He's a little bit like Babe Ruth. <laughs> like when you disrobe an action figure and you're like, oh. Like <laughs> I mean, I guess all the attention was on the clothes. Do you have a particular action figure in mind? Well, I mean, I just remember um, having a variety. Like, I, well, <laughs> I think it was for, gosh, what birthday was it? I must have been like maybe six or seven. Um, trying to chart it out based on uh, how long before my dad left, kind of a thing. That's kind of that my, it's my demarcation. Um, but my mom got me a Indiana Jones action figure, but it was like kind of like a little bit taller than a Ken doll type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it had clothes and everything that you could remove. <laughs> And it had like hat and the whip and the whole deal. And I mean, it was it was an odd thing to get, right? Because it's like cool, it's Indiana Jones, but I'm like every other action figure I have. Yeah, what are you gonna like, do with it? Unless you have like a, a yeah. giant in the mix, right. right? And it's a giant Indiana Jones. And so I have it, and then um I remember getting it, and then like all the moms at the birthday party, you know, we we're all in the other room, like on you know, playing with my toys and everything, and then the moms are just going on and on about you know, oh, Harrison Ford and my mom like made some comment like, "Ooh, you know, I wouldn't mind having a Harrison Ford actually, but something like that, right?" And so I, I remember going in the other room and undressing it, and then coming in and tossing it. I go, "There you go, ladies, have that." <laughs> as, so. as soon as your dad left, you you became a comedian the day after. <laughs> <laughs> It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. We play an ugly game. I want winners. I want people that want to win. When you play the Game of Thrones, you win. You die. There is no middle ground. You play to win the game. Hello? You play to win the game. going to bring in my friend evan hey evan hey hey gents evan has agreed to help us out by serving as the lord commander of our fantasy league he's gonna be watching all the uh house of the dragon episodes or season two and making the hard decisions on which team has earned what points and we're also going to all agree to uh, abide by his final judgment so in, in many ways, he's the hammer of the gods when it comes to this league. Um, so ahead of time, thank you for, for doing that work of tedium. No problem. Anything to help the cause. I should probably name the folks who have committed to this. So Kim Renfro's on board. Uh, Bald Move Boy's on board. Um, Steve uh, from Double Dragon is on board. We have uh, Rima Joe from the Podcastica crew. And, oh, shoot, I'm going to forget someone and I'm going to feel bad about it. Is it you? Did you forget yourself? I forgot me. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, I'm in. I, I, I'm committed. All right, so let me just uh, explain just uh, a little bit of what I have in mind here. So I don't know if you, you're familiar with like uh, show-watching drinking games. Uh, have you ever been a part of one of these drinking games where if, you know, if one of your favorite characters says his catchphrase, you take a drink? So what would be like an example of like a, a Breaking Bad catchphrase or every time jesse says the word bitch you take a drink <laughs> right yeah there you go every time they melt a body in acid yeah, <laughs> yeah <but laughs> true you you drain you drain the glass yeah <laughs> all right so this is something very similar and one of the i would say one of the the key features of the ice and fire universe is that there's a lot of world building by show specific dialogue the basic idea of this is that we've gathered together six different podcasters from around the Ice and Fire metaverse, and we've all agreed to uh, adhere by a set of rules and come up with a winner at the end based on our predictions of the kinds of things people will say on the show. We're going to host an auction you're going to have a set amount of money, and you're going to purchase a phrase if you think it's going to be used. So let me just give you an example. So let's say I purchased the phrase, the realm, the realm, and I own the rights to that phrase. So I have sort of copyright ownership of the phrase, the realm. So if any character of the entire show says the realm, I earn three points. There's also a different kind of category of selection. You could select a person. You could select, let's say, Damon. The trick with these things is always, of course, you know, you got to make it simple enough to to kind of be able to explain, but uh, complicated enough to have a little strategy. Okay, so here's the tricky part. Let's say I own the realm. I own the phrase the realm, and you own the character Damon Targaryen. If he utters that phrase, you get six points. For him uttering the phrase, but I own the phrase, so I'm going to get three points. Gotcha. Right. If anyone in the show utters the phrase "the realm," I get three points. The trick is to draft or select both the character and the phrase, because if Damon Targaryen utters the phrase "the realm" and you own both the phrase and the character, you multiply those point categories. Makes sense. All right. Are there also actions that that character could perform that I could get points for. So that's what I want to talk about here. And maybe we could get Evan to weigh in on some of this. Um, We could also add in certain actions that characters do, you know, like eats on screen or drinks on screen. Leaves a Starbucks cup on the table. Yeah. (laughs) The the only caveat that yes, leaves the (laughs) product placement, any kind of product placement. The only trick here is that we want to level the playing field between book readers and non-book readers. So it can't be major plot points. It can't be like sits the Iron Throne or something like that. Okay, now let me ask you, is there, because like most of the drinking games I've played, there are weighted values. Like, you know, Jesse Pinkman saying bitch might be worth a drink. Um, Dissolving a body in acid might be worth, you know, two drinks. And then uh, I don't know what what would be the penultimate... uh, Saying get out of my territory might dr- finish the whole glass or finish your whole drink. <laughs> sure, sure. Are we going to weight any of these phrases based on their expected commonality? So like you know the realm, my God, that might be a one pointer. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first men might be a three pointer, and then uh, I 
with uh what would be driftwood throne or mm -hmm. dark wings dark word some of those specific ones uh might be worth yes. more i was thinking i originally i was thinking that that's a possibility then i thought maybe we could solve the disparity of these phrases by making it in an auction so everyone comes in with 100 gold dragons in the bank and so you might want to pay more for the phrase my queen than the phrase the seven gods just because you think so that everything is literally auction. You, yeah. It's how much you it's it's not like uh, it's, it's how much you're willing to bid for something. OK, OK. Evan, maybe auction you weigh in on cool. this. It'd be helpful to I mean, we're, we're just really trying to roll out some ideas here. Yeah. I, so I do think you got to wait it somehow. Right. Um, and I, I had also asked in my uh, preparation was I wrote down, are we doing actions as well? And that's something else like you'd have to wait. I think if we were to go actions, because you know, how many people might get stabbed in one episode, right? Could be 50, but <laughs> sits the iron throne. Great example might only happen once or twice a season. If I could just ask kind of like a structural question before I get too much in this art, is there a reason you think auction is better than say fantasy football draft? Yeah, originally I thought draft, and I, and I think we could probably still make that happen. I think initially I was just thinking about drafting characters, and I thought we're going to run out of characters. <laughs> you know, we we got six different teams. There's only so many people on the show. And then we talk about the ones that actually get significant speaking time. You probably only have right. a half dozen. Right, right. But, you know, we're adding, you know, a good 30 to 50 phrases that you could also draft. I think you could make a draft like that work. I thought maybe an auction would be better podcast content, but maybe structurally it's not the best choice. What do you think? Could you – um, okay, because I got so many ideas too. So let's let's let, let's wait this first point before I go crazy. So, Like whether or not we do an auction or a draft? Yeah. I, I, I think it's, to my – because it's been a while since I played fantasy football, but I always enjoyed auction drafts more. But I think they're also a little more in intimidating to newcomers, you know, because it's like one more thing to manage. So, like, probably a draft style would be more friendly to people who are, like, kind of new to the concept. Uh, but, like, uh, I, I like the, the auction because it kind of auto-weights everything. You don't have to right. come and think of. And, and if you if you, if if you you misweight it, that's one thing. You know, it's like, well, you just screwed yourself. But, like, if someone walks, you know, is able to luck into the word bastard or something that someone rated as, like, a low term and ends up being used in every episode. Um, I, I, I guess I like the auction, but it might be more approachable to do the draft. I'm not worried about people being intimidated. We're, we're bringing in people who are podcast aficionados right yeah so at least they have the the chutzpah to get on the get on the microphone and assert themselves so i've One... never done a fantasy league type of thing but i'm willing to roll with whatever i i think whether it's an auction or or a draft i can figure it out yeah and as a board gamer you're familiar with auction mechanics totally. you know do you think the uh... podcast might suffer long term if say one person has a team of all phrases and another person has a team of all characters. So then that's an interesting question. I think what I would do with that, and this is just a suggestion, is I would say, okay, we're each going to draft 10 point earners, those being either phrases or people, but you have to draft at least three of, of each, right? You can decide how to weight it otherwise. 
But you need at least three characters from the show, or you can't just draft all characters. You need at least three phrases from the show, and then it's up to you to decide how to strategize that. Can I make a suggestion that I think would be fun, but it might interject a lot of silliness? Um, Is the ability to draft the field for each episode. So, like, what I'm saying is, like, you have all the named characters, but what if uh, some just extra, you know, some some uh, flea bottom riffraff that's not named says, "You bastard," and you got bastard. And I said that I wanted the, I wanted the field for season two, episode three, and that flea bottom <laughs> says that, so I get the points for him. Anyone, like, if it's uh, in any unnamed character. Uh-huh. Or maybe even undrafted character. Uh, you can get, you can, you can, you can, you can, because there's not that. It's like, it's like there's a huge cast, but when you're comparing to this to the National Football League, it's not even close. And I know we only have six people, but so, still, it's like, tell me, 12, so it'd be like six times three is eighteen named characters. Yeah. That's scraping the bottom of the barrel at the end of that, I suspect. So, like having the field for ten episodes might be cool too. So the field for episode one would be specific to a particular phrase, or no? It'd be like any character that's not that not previously drafted. named. Uh, yeah, uh, and we could make it. The field could be just literally. It has to be an unknown, like unnamed, like just extra, or okay. <laughs> you know, it could be just any undrafted talent or or whatnot. <laughs> Are we gonna have a waiver wire? I was, I was, I think that that's maybe down the list of priorities at this point. Okay. But I do think that we should revisit this closer to the show because it could be that there are particular characters that were not, uh, you know, even announced. But okay, so let's let's talk about that. So I'd be okay mm. with the field as long as it is episode specific. Yeah, I think it has to be. You'd be saying, "I want the field for season two, episode six. Um And then, are you also saying? I'm taking the field in my I'm benching my team so you can't have your team and the field. I was thinking the field would be a like a just another player. It would sort of meet the criteria for a player. So instead of drafting yeah. like let's say let's say all the principles are gone and you need another character. And you don't want to draft like someone's, you know, uh, you know, manservants or whatever. Sure. Um, you could just draft the field. I think that, that, and if we had, if and if there's a bunch of people, if there's still characters on, on like, because I, I think also, um, especially for non-book readers, you might get somebody, and let's say they get killed in episode three, mm. that's rough. But like, if you have <laughs> on the true. waiver wire, you know, the field, and like, you know, some of the small, the 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 more um, obscure characters, you might want to go ahead and grab them just to score some points. You know, I don't think that that necessarily is a book reader versus show reader thing because I remember last season, I thought we'd see Otto throughout the whole that whole season. Like I, I knew Otto was going to bite it, but I didn't think he was going to bite it so soon. Right, so. He, Who, Otto? Otto's still alive. I'm sorry, not Otto, but um, Lionel. Lionel? Lionel gets burnt, burnt, by, burnt yeah. alive by Laris. Yeah. Oh, right. Right, right, right. So right. even but though that, I knew okay. that Lionel was yeah. going to get burnt, I had no idea how, how flammable he actually was. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess... You I'm, explained the waiver wire to me. I don't know the term. Oh, so like in fantasy football, uh, if you have all the players who are not currently on a team are on the waiver wire, 
because everyone's waived them. And if you get a player that's injured, you can grab a player off the waiver wire mm. to substitute in for your injured player, a player who's, you know, getting kicked out, like whatever. whatever. Let's, let's imagine that in episode seven, they bring in Dinklage as a little cameo to play Mushroom or something uh-huh. like that. Okay. Of course, none of us have drafted because, you know, it's all a big secret. You know, the waiver wire would allow you to, like, sneak in and, and draft Mushroom or something like that. In, to replace one of your drafted characters? You'd probably have to drop one of your characters to make it work, right? Drop him to the waiver. So if he's dead, that's safe. You can drop, you know, you can, sure. you can drop the dead player. Yeah. Although there's always flashbacks. You know, uh, functionally, would the waiver wire work? Like, I I would say someone sends you an email, Evan, Evan, and then whichever email you get first, first come first serve. Yeah, who's ever willing to Venmo me? Or do we do it like do we keep a waiver order where it's like if you pick up something a waiver wire, you automatically go down to the bottom. So like if there's anyone above you, oh, mm-hmm. I think I think at the minimum you got to do that because like first come first serve is wild. That would be. Uh, like without any other waiting, that would be kind of wild. But I mean, hey, if we want a bloodthirsty, ruthless league, <laughs> so the, all right. So the general idea is that you would draft, you know, ten point earners. At least three of these would be show characters, and at least three would be show phrases, right? And I was thinking about adding a third possible point earner category, and that is. Uh, everyone has to draft at least one dragon. Mm. And the dragon, not a metaphorical dra- dragon, an actual, you know, reptile. That's cool. And then are we gonna have a bit? Like uh, the or so out of at ten active, can we only have like six active slots? Because I do like the idea of having to activate a bench. And I, because I always the 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 pain of like benching someone who scores a lot of points is just too delicious to not get into our league. <laughs> so, so I think it might be easier for Evan if. Your team earns you your points. Uh, so we don't have it. We're not going to maintain it. Like it's, it's the entire team. There's no benching. Yeah, I'm not sure. Let, let's 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 shelve that and think about that one. But the idea for the dragon would be, if your dragon breathes fire, it earns. Because the thing points. is, is you could take some of this off of Evan. You could create a spreadsheet where every tab is a player, and only they have the rights to edit that spreadsheet. And you'd have all your ten positions. And you'd have the six highlighted and like until 9 p.m. Eastern on Sunday nights, you can adjust that any way you want. But once once it's done, it's 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 locked in. You got the edit history so you can see if someone tried to cheat. But like, I don't know. I, I think the bench adds a lot of intrigue and a lot of drama. What do you think, Evan, here? What do you think about I, it? I also like the bench idea. I was actually texting with um, one of my consigliaries about fantasy and sci-fi about this concept. Uh, and they... On your point of the dragon, that was like their first thing. They were like, you got to draft dragons. Uh, their recommendation was like two greens, two blacks, one dragon. Um, and then you could, so obviously you could vent, you could draft more than that and you could rotate your greens and your blacks, but every week you need to play two greens, two blacks, one dragon. I like the idea of drafting something re- relative to t- teams because it does create a category. However, if you run down the list of characters, I don't think that there are enough official greens for every for six teams to have two greens on them. Six teams have two greens. Yeah, yeah you're probably right. so maybe one one a dragon. Just you you think there's not because like because like anyone that's like 
there's very few. Are there any neutral parties in this? Absolutely. There are going to be tons of new, especially with the news that they're going to expand the show to different parts of the kingdom. It's like, um, you know, we, we met the, the Lord Baratheon in the last you know, season right. finale. Not, he, not he a, green, a green, not a black. I mean... Oh well, no. He like I, I said. It's like I, I think once the war, I, it's my re- recollection. The entire, except for maybe Dorne, um, is that that the whole the whole kingdom gets, and you could just easily decide like, well, which army is he fighting for? I would think you'd be able to get twelve of each, but you know, again, you'd be scraping the bottom of the barrel towards the end. There, you'd be. So I I do like the idea because I was thinking I was actually going like highborn, uh, um, lowborn. That you'd have like two, you'd have two highborns, two commoners, a tradesman, or I don't know, like like what you call, what do you call a maester or uh, something like that? But I, I, but but I, I, I think the greens are blacks. I actually think that's better. Mm. Gives you more variety, like we were talking about greens. Um, but then also, like in fantasy football, I feel like there's always people that are like, I'm a big whatever Browns fan, and then I draft like all Browns players, and be kind of funny right. if someone was like. I'm big black. I'm gonna draft all blacks. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that'd be me. I don't. I don't want any greens on my team if I can avoid it. <laughs> Let's go, um, Jim. Let's go. I'm team black all the Let's way. Let's go. So here's a, here's a tricky thing, and this would maybe be for someone. I mean, maybe you would be the arbiter on this, Evan. But what if I think someone is secretly working for Team Black, even though they're on the face of it a Team Green character? Ooh. Oh, that's interesting. I mean, have you explained the concept of the triarchy? I think that's when you gotta you gotta mobilize it. So we're gonna have a triarchy. Uh, the, Evan would be, um, you know, Lord Commander. We're gonna bring in uh, an Irish PhD to keep track of our mathematics, and um, we're also going to uh, bring in. Uh, shoot, who is my? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fran Duffy, who does uh, NFL content. He's going to be our uh, our draft day guru. He's going to either manage our draft or our auction. And so if there is a question about this, it could kind of come down to the, the, the triarchy to make a decision on all matters that are under dispute. Another more easy, maybe a more easily discernible category would be to say you have to draft at least one Blondie and one not blondie. <laughs> Love it. And so the not blondie could be so we're considering platinum as blonde. Yeah, I would say platinum yeah, yeah, would yeah, be yeah. a blondie. Yeah. Okay. All right. So that not necessarily greens or black, but it's easy to identify, man. I mean, there's no question. Damon Targaryen's See, a blondie. Are we going for ease? Or are we going for because like I I do like the intrigue. I like the I like the lobbying of like if you pick Laris and you're trying to make a complicated argument, that he's actually on Team Black, even though he's on Team Green. <laughs> And are the triarchy going to roll with like what it looks, what what they're declared on the face of it, or what the popular fan theories are? Like I, I think that, like the I, I when I think back of the fantasy football leagues I've been in, the most fun is when there's been like raucous brawls about stuff. Uh, so like I, I, I like conflict and arguing. Some people and, do like that. But some, some people, people that's don't. the juice. Yeah. They don't really care if they win or lose. They just like the juice yeah. of the conflict. Now, other people just like it to be fun. They want it to be lighthearted. They don't want to feel like their podcasting uh, godfather sure. is breathing fire down their neck. They just want love in the world. So I, I don't know. I mean, I think that there's a good amount. 
there's a good reason to try to want a structure that's discernible from the get-go, where there's no one that's going to be bitter about like, hey, I thought the rules were this, but then you changed the rules on me. I would, I would like there to well, be- Well, also people might- people might change allegiances. You know, if you've got like, you know, you have to have two black slots and you got your two black slots filled and one of them defects or greens, yeah, yeah. then what do you do? Right. You know? Okay. Here's a question. And this is an idea that we could easily shoot down, but I was thinking in the season finale, all point earning categories double. I like it. It's like a slingshot effect. Yeah. 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 So it's a little bit, a little bit more juice at the very end. Maybe a team that's like, pretty far behind it has a better shot to catch up and overcome oh are we doing head to head each week and we're just keeping the or are we doing a running because like a running point tally could get to where people just feel like they have they're just completely out of it you know whereas if you just do like because like i'm thinking like say that we had uh stabbing as an action and someone got damon uh, that was at the second episode where he essentially takes on all of Crab Island. Like he might score a hundred points, and it's like, <laughs> but like if you just get your ass kicked, and that's like, okay, I got I, Damon's team got one point, you know, in the standings, I got zero. It's like, well, next week you come back, but like some dude scores on you know two hundred points in one week, and everybody else is scoring fifteen. It's going to be rough. Here's what the running tab does for us: if there aren't teams that want to follow it that closely throughout the course of the the season they can put in their team at the beginning and just check in at the end to see how well they did right mm. uh, so you don't have to worry about sort of defunct ownership mm. it's a little bit less lower stakes a little bit lower stakes. yeah 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 what do you think evan yeah. should we do a week week by week head to head or what do you think i just assumed we were doing head to head um I, yeah, it kind of stinks when you're in a fantasy league, right? And someone gives up. I mean, it doesn't stink because it's an easy win. But uh, for the sake of y'all's podcast, um, that would be less than ideal. But I don't think, I don't know if that list you sent out is final, but I feel like everyone is going to be caring, uh, having listened to all their uh, podcasts. All right. So here's what we, I think we ought to do, unless there's other questions that we want to sort out. Add a couple phrases to add to your list. Oh, good. All right, let me read my list, and then and then. Okay. We'll, all right, so here would be sort of the, an example of approved dialogue, and the idea here is that it has to be at least two words long. All right. Otherwise, you could choose oh. the word "and" and then you win. Right. <laughs> so, Aegon the Conqueror, Night's Watch, The Wall, Seven Hells, Dark Wings, Dark Words, Driftwood Throne, Iron Throne, Seven Kingdoms. Blood of the Dragon, Trial by Content. Sorry, Trial by Combat. <laughs> Don't want to give a, a plug to a non a non participant here. Dragon Rider, Milk of the Poppy, Moon Tea, Seven Gods, Lord of the Tides, The Realm, The First Men, Seven Pointed Star, Silent Sisters, Song of Ice and Fire, My King, Hand of the King, My Lord Hand. Your Grace, My King, My Queen, or Milady. Uh You've got some to add, it sounds. Yeah, I didn't know that. It's the multiple word thing. But I came up with the two quintessential of uh, George Martin phrases, which I were rarely uttered in the uh, the, the first series. Um, but they're like my go- go-tos for him. I think they should be like, these would be high value terms. Mm-hmm. Uh, half a hundred. Mm. 
which is that's like uh martin's countless you know just like a brazilian a uh, number like the word umpteenth yeah 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 <laughs> he's like i've i've i've, I've damn it brand i told you not to climb that wall a half a hundred times right, right, right. and then much and more much and more of course that scene is like when you say that, like, uh, you know, uh, we described Aria, her her eyes see much and more like it's something that like it's I forget, like what the English idiom equivalent is yeah, to that. Yeah. Um, so I, I'm open to I'm open to phrases or phraseology that's just a single word. But it, I mean, I think that we would have to agree that it's not like common language right. it would have to be well, world specific i'll save language. those for the i'll save those for the end okay. um i also thought valerian steel would be uh a good one yeah uh small council very good um children of the forest probably that's a that's a dark horse one but you know it, it might be might be coming there uh a, a reference to a maester's chain not any chain, but a direct reference to, uh, of a maester's chain, or maybe the links thereof. I this is the one who's kind of ill-defined. Yeah, and then I have a couple just words, uh, bastard. That's good. That's that's gonna be a, a a big 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 scoring one. Prophecy, witch, maester, and name day, which is uh. the the Game of Thrones equivalent of birthday. So you tell me if you think this is a good idea. I would like to lean on the stricter interpretation of these things. So okay, I'm just thinking I don't want a variation. Like if someone like hand of the king, if someone mm-hmm. said just said the word hand, the hand, right? I would want Evan to come in and say. Nope, I'm no, sorry. It's hand, it's hand of the King. I understand that hand is a reference to that phrase, but I did not hear the phrase. Okay. That that's my preference. I don't know if you guys have different preferences. Oh, I think if it's if it's exact phrase, it should. So like that's the I guess the Maester's chain would be kind of problematic for that. Um two others I thought of that actually were name checked in the original series is make water, which is the Game of Thrones uh word for urination. Mm-hmm. And night soil, which is the Game of Thrones euphemism for shit. That's going to be a team name of someone, I think. <laughs> the night, the night soilers. If we do add these, and I think kennings like this can work. Kennings when we push, like longsword would be a kenning, where you're pushing two words together, or God's mm. wood would be a kenning. It's all one word. So, I mean, we could add those in something like prophecy, something the word like prophecy, maybe a little bit non-show specific if you take my meaning like that could be in any show yeah i suppose i mean because these are just suggestions you can take them or leave them yeah man, no no I, i'm glad i mean we we need an approved list about so, tracaris yeah we could do oh that's a good that's one. a good single word one yeah um can you get bonus points if say tracaris might not be the best example of this but let's say you have a character who says the word in a real badass like on Dragonback. Can you get like two points instead of one point? <laughs> any, any words uttered on a dragon, you get more points for. <laughs> I like it. What if you own the dragon that the? Oh, okay, is that is that a, or or what if you if you own the dragon? Because that's that thing. Is like so. What you have a position of dragon? I agree, that's great. But like, what does that do? 
Like my first thought is like any of these phrases spoken while someone is on the dragon How about this? would count for you. Any phrase spoken directly after a murder. Or before. Or before. <laughs> or before. Like directly before or after. But is it a subsi- is it has to be a specific you kind of them? like it's gotta be like yippee kaye motherfucker. Like it's 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 actual catchphrase <laughs> or I'm happy with any kind of little spice to make this a little bit more fun. Um, Evan, I'm wondering maybe, I mean, we got a, a pretty long list here. I'm wondering if you would, might want to review this and come up with like an official list for us. I can do that. And then email it to you. Yeah. Um, to, to, to Aaron's question about the dragon position. Um, so that when, when I was texting with my guy about that, um, this is when we were imagining actions may be scorable. And the thought was if your dragon like breathes fire or kills a person, you know, that's like two points. And then like, if they kill another dragon, that's like 10 points. Again, here's the, here's the thing about the actions. We want to level the playing field between the book readers and the show only people. And so if, if it's a major plot point like that, that gives an advantage to the people who have read ahead. That's fair. Is Steve the only podcaster that hasn't read the book? Uh, I have not. Jim, no, Jim, Jim has not. Jim. And then I've been kind of holding myself back from, because I did read it. It was a long time ago. So. It was like five, six years ago. Yeah. yeah. Um, You could do something fun that's like, would not the book like any dragon utterance is scored a point. Like, uh, you know, if they, they're screeching, like if a dragon is like heard on the soundtrack, it's your dragon. That might be confusing though. If there's a bunch of them, that will confuse me. Breathing fire is a good, that's one, why though. I thought that the fire would be definitive, right? Because it's like, yeah, you might, if you're a book reader, know roughly how many dragons are going to be central to the plot, but like how many gouts of individual flame they breathe. It's like, that's, that's so, that's so random. Or it could just be per episode. Like if if your dragon breathes fire, breathes fire, you once. just get a set amount of points. Ah, right. oh. uh, that I think that would, and and then you'd make that a significant point earner, right? You you give twenty twenty five points, points for your that. dragon's death. Again, plot point. Mm. Right. All right. Anything else that we want to hammer out? Let's make a decision on the auction. Should we do the auction? Or do the draft? I'm on. I'm my vote's auction. I think auction is better podcast content, especially especially with the, this show where there's so like few characters and there's so many people knowing plot points. I think doing a draft style will just if you if you're drafting last, you're going to get so screwed. Also, it's it's kind of fun to say, like, I can't believe they spent half their wad on that phrase, right? right? So No, it's hilarious. You know, it's hilarious. I I, I love I love everything about the auction. <laughs> All right, let's let's do that. One thing, sorry, I have this in my notes. Can, what are your thoughts on the ability to uh draft auction um like groups of people? So like Probably can't do Kingsguard because too many people want a Kingsguard, but that would be like an example. Like I'm going to take like Laris's Firefly guys. I'm going to draft them as like a unit, similar to how in fantasy football you have like defenses. Defense. What do you guys think about that? I think it sounds cool. I, I, how I many? Like I, I guess is there enough units to go around? Can we think of enough factions to plausible? Yeah. That's, That's the only thing point. I worry about. So there's like those twin characters, Arik and Eric, right? Oh yeah, the Kingsguard, yeah, twins. So those are named characters, and then of course, I, I, I mean, if they're named, 
they should be able to be drafted specifically. And so then I think drafting the Kingsguard as a group would make it difficult to you could do that, but there's still there's still stuff like that in the fantasy leagues. Like, uh, God, who was that guy who was like a return specialist? Was also a wide receiver on a team, and like, you could, you know, uh, there's like t- like ten years ago, there was a guy I think it was on the Chiefs that was like one of their better wide receivers, and he's also a, like a kickoff punt return specialist, and he got maybe it was the Bears, uh, Devin Hester, maybe Devin, H- Devin Hester. Where like you would you know like you would get the point six points for him scoring the touchdown, but the defense special teams would also get the six oh, points. Interesting. So if you had them both, you could score twelve on a single single touchdown, or you could they that that could be split. So like there's precedent for it. Okay, so give it some thought, and um... probably all these needs a little time to bake and think before the auction. Um, if we if we can keep like a Google Doc where someone maintains all the chain and. People can make suggestions and stuff. Let's do for, that. Especially on phrases and characters. Yeah, let's do that. And then um, in addition to that, maybe like on the day of each person who's participating can come in and see if the triarchy will approve a new phrase that hasn't been thought of or, or approve something, mm. a new group of people or something like that. Have a great council. Yeah, there you go. Put forth your contenders. Uh, gentlemen, I appreciate your time today. Sounds like we've got the beginnings of a of a fun little endeavor here. Uh, have you thought of any uh, team names yet? One of the Night Soilers is poor. That seems pretty. <laughs> the house words is we shit the bed. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you.